We are part of Fired Up Sports Network of shows. Please check out other Fired Up Sports Network podcasts like the P-Lot Pod, What Are Cooler Talk, Bell Smashers, Philly Sports Love and Pain, Drunk on Broad, Beer Battered Sports, and the Fired Up Sports Show, which are available on all major podcasting hosting sites and social media. Also, check out Mark Ramos' Ramos Roundup on Fired Up Sports. Calm, which breaks down the happenings going on with all your favorite local teams. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Let's go! What's up? Oh, oh man, how good it feels to be ten and one in first place! Just oh my god, how good does it feel? Sitting north, two, 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 two games plus any other team in the NFC to, get to pull that to pull that win out after. The way that the Lions handled their situation on yeah. Thanksgiving, losing to the Packers. They had trouble the week before with the Bears. This team yep. just finds out ways to fucking win. Yeah, they Every win. Week. It doesn't matter how they get it done as long as you win. People want to say, oh, you're not blowing anybody out. Okay, and we're, we're winning games. Does, does it matter what the score is? I'm pretty sure it's, it only matters if, if you get the W or not. So, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm going to quote the 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 world famous poet The Rock. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you fucking win. Don't matter as long as you you win the game. I I I saw and look out for you. I know that you the the social media stuff is not where you're living a whole lot anymore. Yeah, but the 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 ESPN Football Power Index. The biggest bullshit fucking statistical gathering of nonsense I've ever fucking seen in my yeah. life. They have them like eighth. I saw that today. Seventh. 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 That is the biggest giant pile of fucking turds I think Absolute I've seen. And to, and to think about it. What's up, Adam? Every team that they Go played. Birds. Go Birds! Every team that they've played that's above them, they beat. They've beat at number one. Well, or at number let's start. The birds are seven. At yeah. number six is the Dolphins. We beat them. At number five is the Chiefs. Yo, Jay. What up, Papa? Jay taking home that that beautiful boy. We we have not faced the Ravens. No. We just beat the Bills. How is the six and six fucking Bills the third team? You've got the Cowboys at two. We marched on their asses on drives. Like we just marched down in like two and a half minutes and we're scoring. They weren't doing that to us. They were sustained by penalties and bullshit. Like it makes no fucking sense how they could have how they could put him in there. And yes, the Cowboys still haven't beaten a team with a winning record. Oh God, yeah. Yo. I like it, even money. I like it. Yeah, listen, you your 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 fingers to the football god's ears. Like th- this team just finds ways to win. I don't give a shit. The the as bad as they looked in the first half, and Rich, I feel like this is the the revolving door. Uh, uh, I feel it's like we start week. the show. 
every week with like, eh, well, they didn't play a complete game, but they still won. Like, they, this team, same score at halftime, right, ironically, right? They're down, they're down 17 to 10 at halftime in both yep. games. They look like fucking dog shit. Jalen yeah. Hurts has the has the passer rating of seven in the first half. Yeah, like, and you you come back to to win both of those games. Yeah, and you're down ten at halftime. Like, not only is that astounding, but to do it in two consecutive weeks. Yeah, I know that you're playing with a little bit of fire here, but like, they're ten and one, and their strength of schedule is number one. Yeah, that's what I don't get. When everybody says, oh, they're not that good, they're not that, like they're frauds and all this shit, I hear I'm like, we've played the best teams in football except the Ravens, and we beat them, and we beat ourselves against the Jets. Like, what the fuck are you talking about that they're not that they, good? As, as shitty as they played in that Jets game. Yeah, they still could have won. They still had a chance to win at the end. Yeah. It just makes no sense to me. I just don't understand the argument of Jalen Hurts isn't in an MVP conversation. I mean, it, to me, that that accolade doesn't really fucking matter. And I think to him, it doesn't fucking matter. But it's one of those things where you look at it and you see he is that fucking good. He is that vital. He is that important. His passing has improved. It's not his fault fucking Brian Johnson's a moron. It's really not his fault. Brian Johnson's a terrible play caller. Like, what do you, what do you talk, expect? Talk, talk, talk about that opening, that opening possession, which was, which was like, like, like a giant mind fuck. But like, how do, how do you, you, you start the game right? You know that right about eleven, eleven thirty, the news yeah. comes out that Lane Johnson's gonna not, he's not gonna play. Yeah, Jack Driscoll's gonna go in. What in your mind, right? Regardless of what that play sheet has been telling you all week, yes, you still come out and you throw three consecutive pass plays where yeah. Jalen Hurts is under pressure and has to throw the ball away. It makes no sense. This is the shit that they do all the time. It's they yeah. come out and with three drives where they go maybe get a field goal or they're three and oh or they're three and outs. And then they decide, all right, you're going to get some chunk plays with some run plays. It's like, why aren't you doing this from the jump? Control the clock in the beginning of the game. Take some time off the clock. Let your let your let, let your defense rest. It's like, no, they just love throwing their defense out there for 45 minutes of the game, like they did against the Bills. It just to me yeah, makes and- sense. And then on the one third down, they decide, oh, we're going to run a wide receiver screen to Julio Jones. Like, what are you doing? Like what? And that's the second, not why you brought Julio Jones in. That's the second week in a row. That's the second week in a row that they fell in love with this with this fucking this what what I'm sure that they would describe as like the extended run game, right? But and and, and on some level, I get trying to get the ball out of his hands quick, get the ball out in space. But like when you see that it didn't work on first and second down, it's not going to work. What on third the fuck down. are we doing? To work on third down, and Jay, we're gonna get to uh, Jake Elliott is something I want to I do want to talk about in a little bit. Um, and Adam, we are I, I would love to bring up Rich the 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 Frank Wright conversation. Yeah. At at, at some point later on, but like Rich, talk, the 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 team stats, the team stats yeah. jump off the fucking screen, right? Because they the defense gives up five hundred and five yards. Yeah. Josh Allen in his bag all day was able to get, you know, made, made credit to him and made a ton of plays. He did was able to extend drives, right? They, I think that at the last I counted, they had eight or nine third down conversions that were over seven yards. Yeah. They were like what? 15 of 23 for first downs, 13 to 21 for first of, 13, of one third down. 13 to 22. 13 to 22. Yeah. Like we couldn't make a stop. We couldn't yeah. tackle. We just let Josh Allen just run. Like, you know he's going to run, and then you're afraid to tackle him. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, it was it was a big mindfuck. The whole game to me was a big mindfuck. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. All, I had no yeah. idea what the offense was doing. The defense, for what it was worth, did play well. 
Um, losing your linebackers, that absolutely sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, James Bradbury making that huge interception. But yeah, at the, at the same time, they can't be on the field for fucking 45 minutes a game. No, so, You're so going to lose. The Bills ran 92 plays. How crazy is that? Ninety-two plays. They had the ball for forty minutes, and the yeah the the Eagles end up with uh, ju- just under twenty-seven minutes. Yeah, you know. So you the, and the how many points did we score? Thirty-seven. So we scored basically a point a minute. Uh, more than that, more than yeah. a point a minute because they only they only possessed the ball for twenty-seven minutes. Yeah, fucking crazy. So, isn't it? yeah, it's wild. Right, but the the stat, the one stat that kind of jumps off the table, it is, is that they ended up with eleven penalties for th- for eighty yards. Yeah. So you you gave up almost an entire field of field position on penalties, which anytime you do that, it it severely decreases your chances to win. Um, but they they just figure out a way to win the game, and I. I don't have an explanation for this because the 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 way that I was standing in front of the TV on Sunday, yeah, and the shit that I was screaming, you would have thought that they were getting fucking blown out because every other word is is an f bomb and and me walking into the kitchen trying to figure out what the hell's going on and yeah. trying to figure out a, a way to explain it, and then that that second half, man. The second half, they just turned it around. The second half, just they, they, they just look fucking phenomenal, man. They, they make adjustments they, at halftime, and it just blows my mind because it's like make those adjustments, like at the end of the first quarter. Like this is what we need to do: yeah. establish the run game, get Swift the ball because Swift looked fucking great again. He looks like, awesome. He's so quick. He's so shifty. I don't understand how you're not like feeding him the rock. Like give him four, four, ball. fourteen carries, fourteen carries, 80, 80 yards. Right, Devontae oh. Smith finally gets over the hundred yard oh. mark. And then the Zacchaeus catch. Oh my god! Zacchaeus catch. No, they making that catch. Zacchaeus, <laughs> man, that and, and talk about Rich, the guy who doesn't doesn't get a whole lot of shine, but. When it was his time to get his number called, yeah, he he figures out a way to get just that that little bit of separation is able to yep. go up and get the ball right in the back of the end zone, man. And that when you put Hertz on a scramble drill and he starts pointing around, yeah, I, I got to imagine he's gonna he's gonna be able to find find an open guy. And oh, then the other the, the Devonte Smith touchdown pass, man. Talk about was, just like on a on a fucking rope. It was a thing of beauty. He just, I, I, I feel like I'm without words. Like he just yeah. figured it out, figured out a way to do it. And you, know, they go into that fourth quarter. It, it's and they're still down ten, right? They're down twenty four fourteen going into the fourth. Yeah, and they get the Devonte Smith to to cut it to three. They get the Zacchaeus, you know, the touchdown to go up 28-24. Yeah. You know, you get the the Gabe Davis touchdown catch coming back, right? The the Bills just came right back. They 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 yeah. did have that fight to go back and forth, but they could never close it. They can Aaron Carter doesn't block that field goal. Yeah. You know, talk about your boy. He's a because he's guy. just figured. He's just figuring out ways to be impactful, dude. Right? So whether good. he's whether he's yeah. You know, Joe and I were talking about this on Saturday. The the play against the Chiefs where he dives under Creed Humphrey. I know, but it's and and almost and almost intercepts and goes. Oh, I saw a high school kid do it on YouTube and wanted to yeah. try it. Yeah, he's nuts, dude. Like, and that's I, I love about him. Like he's he's he figuring just, out like different ways, like you said, to be impactful, and it's just. It's fun to watch. And then Jordan Davis, like, hawking Josh Allen. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, Wait, dude. hold on, Rich. Did, did you see it? The, the next-gen stats? 16.84 miles per hour. 
Right. That was the last. That was the last play that he played in that game, and he's right. at and he's what six six three forty. Yeah, he was gas. Seventeen miles an hour yeah. on the sixty third snap that he yeah. played that day. Like, not the first snap. Gassed. Not My that man he was fresh. Gassed. Like when he's done, but Rich, think about that how important that play is, right? Because he's yeah. he's driving into the sidelines. If he's able, if Josh Allen is able to turn that corner, get the first down, yeah, they probably go down and score, and that game's over. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's just, a lot of a lot of players made an impact, and Ellis when he came in, he made an impact yeah. at linebacker. You know, you had the the late penalties against. Jason Kelsey, that that hurt. Um, but then you get Jake Elliott, man. Clutch ass yeah, Jake okay. Elliott. Hold on, I gotta go back here. Jake Elliott. Clutch I, Jake Elliott. In the so elements. F- 59 yard field goal. Yeah. In the wind, in the rain. After like and like ice in his veins, like no, like like he never, like it, he just went in and just booted it, and it was almost like the, uh, the, uh, the timeout that they called, yeah, was like exactly what he needed. He just, it, it was like, oh, y'all gonna give me a little bit of extra time? Yeah, cool. I got this. He walked over, kicked a couple practice kicks, right, and came in and just boot, and it was. You you saw it. He, he played it just right. Right, it drifts. It yeah. drifts right, right, right down the middle. Like, is he the best kicker in Eagles history? Yes, thousand percent. Yeah, better than he's, David Akers. He's going to surpass him anyway. And um, yeah, I would say yes. Definitely more clutch not, than, uh, not, than David not, Akers. Not bad mind. for a guy that they that they pulled off the Bengals practice squad. I know. Isn't that crazy? You, you remember the guy that got hurt, Rich? You remember the you remember the kicker that got hurt? Uh, that he that he, uh, he wildly pipped. It wasn't Cody Park. He was the other guy. Caleb Sturgis. Yeah, Sturgis. Sturgis. It was Sturgis. Oh, but like, man. you get you get wildly pipped, and Caleb Sturgis is is a <laughs> ends up being a trivia. He'll end up on one of the backs of those uh, those Eagles trivia cards. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Oh God, just he! It, it was just it. What a great game! Like, yeah, talk about no, like it was like, phenomenal. At at some point, Rich, we we need like a rocking chair ride, and I don't know when that when that when that game comes along. Yeah, but it's a it it's just it, it it's a great team to watch, man. It's just so it much fun to 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 watch the squad, man, and. Talk to me about the the last play, the 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 last drive, the drive that they get the ball, they get the ball back in overtime. They the defense holds the the Bills to a field goal. They get the ball back with well, what about four minutes, four and a half minutes left. Yeah. And you just kind of knew, you just knew that something was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they they march they march down, and I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, me and my dad are looking at each other and I'm like. It's going to be a run. I'm like, I guarantee it's going to be a quarterback run. I'm like, I just know, especially from from where that where they were positioned on the field and it being first down. I'm like, it's going to be a run. I'm like, watch, yeah. like this is this is Brian Johnson. This is what he does. Calls the run, but dude, Hertz hit that hole, took off, and I'm yeah. like, no, nobody's catching him. When he has to put that little giddy up in his step, he puts the giddy up in his step, and I'm like. Yeah, and we just went nuts because I was like, "Holy shit! How fucking crazy was that game?" Yeah, that game I started was- rich. I started running around the fucking house. I was screaming. It was like so fucking nuts. Dude, as, soon, it was- it was, as, as many times as I've watched that replay, right? As soon as he sees the guy go in motion, like as soon as he sent, so he so Swift is like offset behind yeah. him, and he sends him in motion. And you could tell, like, if if the guy doesn't follow him, the pass is a screenplay to the other side with three wide receivers blocking and only two guys on that side. Yeah. Send that guy. That guy goes with Swift. 
Kelsey hits that kickout block. Oh, my God. Kelsey destroyed him. Kelsey destroyed him. And the guy on the outside had no shot, man. It no. was it, it 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 was a beautifully designed play, at, but the the swift run right before that, right where he, it took until the second half to realize that second half adjustment of getting Swift on the edge. Yeah, I I I just don't you I don't understand what the what the the problem is with getting to that earlier, because this yeah. is the fourth or fifth game where you can look back and say, if I can get Swift on the edge, we can be dangerous. Yeah. I just don't know why. Why did it take until the second half to make that adjustment? And that's something that Nick Sirianni needs to uh, address with his boy because I can't keep going through the first halves of terrible football for the Eagles to have to play. Imagine if they played that way the whole way. They wouldn't, you wouldn't be losing. Games wouldn't be close. And it's, it's coaching that's really killing. It's not the talent, it's the coaching, but it's down all over the league. You see terrible coaches, terrible schemes, terrible plans, terrible game day plans. Some coaches, okay, can make the adjustment. Some coaches can't. That's why the product's bad. It's not the, the, it's not the players and the talent that's bad. It's just when you have a bunch of coordinators, who were not good or a bunch of coordinators who became head coaches who are not good, the product is going to be down. But some of these yes. guys can't be head coaches. They, I mean, Josh McDaniels, you're going to keep giving this fucking guy a job. He stunk everywhere. You're going to keep trying to look at Joe Judge. He's fucking stunk everywhere. Like all these retreads and these terrible minds, and then you get like the few young guys who are actually good. Yeah. It's just – it's so hard to watch. Like I get it. Brian Johnson's been with fucking uh, Jalen hurts for forever. Now he was, I, I believe down in Alabama or Oklahoma, one of them, but he's been with them for, for a long time. Like, bud, maybe you're not the best play caller. Maybe you, maybe we don't need some fucking, you know, like young mastermind. We just need somebody who can develop a fucking competent offense for these guys. And just tell them what to do. This offense is too talented. You can simplify it. Yeah. And it can still work. You don't have to fucking over fucking do it and overcomplicate shit. You got mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard hopefully comes back this week. You got two stud yeah. wide receivers and you got running backs who are capable of doing it and the best offensive line in football. And then Jalen Hurts. It shouldn't be that hard right. to call plays. It shouldn't, and it shouldn't be that hard to get this offense going week in and week out. No, let like let's stop making this complicated. Like, yeah, this let's is stop. Not, yeah, pull out a high school playbook and figure it out. Like, uh, and Rich, real quick, just to talk about Adamsburg, right? The 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 demeanor of Jalen Hurts oh, throughout yeah. that entire game, like you almost describe it as no affect. There, yeah. There's no affect at all. There's no high, there's no low. As many mis- even when he made like made some he made some what I would describe as really boneheaded mistakes, right? The interception yeah. where he basically throws in into multiple defenders and it gets picked off and, and they get a they get a red zone. You know, well, that's the one up. that was tipped. That was the one that was tipped at the line, right? Right. But I mean you're you're throwing that ball and trying to squeeze it in between two guys that are kind of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. That, that's what, that's one that you maybe eat. Right. And then yeah. the indecisiveness on, on the, the handoff to Kenny Gamewell. Yeah. I, th- those are mistakes that got to get corrected. Right. But yeah. th- no affect, right. Come, come back next play. Mm-hmm. Like that, that demeanor, that calm, cool, collective demeanor is what sets him apart because there's there's no like e- even when you saw in the last couple of weeks when you know AJ Brown's upset and he's going and and they're kind of jawing at each other, well they just go out the next play and they just hook they, they you know they they get yeah. connected on a field and all was right with the world and and I think that to me says everything I need to know about this guy as a leader. It just it, mm-hmm. it's it's just, just super impressive. Super and once Dallas, Goddard, once Dallas Goddard comes back, I think you'll see mm-hmm. 
AJ Brown, nope. go back to how he was. But it's just showing you how good Devontae Smith is. And Devontae Smith oh, is man. the best route runner on this team and one of the best route runners in football. Like, he is just so fucking good. He's been a You got weapons, baby. You got weapons, baby. That's, that's all that fucking matters. I mean, listen, Rich, Brian Johnson is essentially like handed the keys to like the driver's ed car. Like this yeah. thing would drive itself. If if you all, all you got to do is turn the key and mm-hmm. just press the gas, like yeah, you, you just just don't screw this up. Yeah, and, that's all it is. And the way for everybody that and, and us included that describe this stretch of the the schedule as the gauntlet, yeah. I think we're slowly starting to realize that this team is the gauntlet. They have yeah. to play this team. They got to come here. They got to play this team and. I'm not I'm not worried about the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys, the their their Dax record with the against teams with 10 or more wins is like nine and twenty-four yeah. in his last 30 whatever games. The game at Seattle, I'm not really worried nearly as no. much about that one. And then you're gonna play the Cowboys, the Cardinals and the Cow or the, the Giants, Cardinals and Giants. Like, not worried about any of them. You're gonna fuck around and win 14, 15 games. Yeah. Like this team. I hope they fuck around. I hope they fuck around, they clinch and get first place before the last two weeks, and they can just fucking sit everybody and just get everybody healthy. Oh, uh, listen, I'm here for that shit. Because at, at this point, that's all you really need is just have Jalen. Hey, Jalen, you got three weeks to get healthy. Everybody else, you got three weeks to get healthy. Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's roll into the fucking playoffs and just beat the doors off teams. I want the advantage of being able to, hey, the final two weeks, Jalen could play a quarter. All right, you play a quarter. All right, everybody out. Last week doesn't mean anything. You get the bye, and then you move on. Like, I want everybody rejuvenated, healthy, and able to come back and play. And it all starts with San Fran on Sunday. And, and beating the 49ers. So yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for all that, man. That's hopefully Seattle can take care of business against Dak. We'll see what happens. Um, Cause Seattle, they're just looking like a bunch of frauds. Geno Smith is just, does not look good. Um, kind of excited to play Seattle. Cause I think that that should be one of those games where we do, we do spank them. Even if we are there, I don't look at it as, as scary as it once was, as we were like petrified of this, of the schedule and we're sitting here 10 and one um, and San Fran. Now it's your, it's your prove it game up. Oh, you guys were the better team. You want to be just with Brock. All right, cool. Now show us now fucking show us because yeah, it's a team that, okay, you, you loaded up, you, you got chase young, your secondary is still ass. Your secondary is still fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. And look what we did to the Bills. Yeah, the Bills had the ball for 40, 40 plus minutes. And every time we had a drive, we just marched down their throats. And Bills have a pretty damn good defense. I'm not, I am not exceptionally worried about this game. If I'm worried, I'm like worried this much. <laughs> like that much. And let's see how it goes. I just, like you said, the gauntlet of games, we are the gauntlet. Everything, the road comes through Philly. The road comes through here. And our schedule and how we played and how we adjusted, that's what good teams do. Good teams are able to adjust. Good coaches, a.k.a. Nick Sirianni, is going to go in there and he's going to adjust. He's going to look at his coordinators and be like, no, this is what we need to do and this is how we're going to adjust and this is how we're going to fix it. That's why Belichick was so successful. Oh, they're, they're working us this way. Well, let's fucking do it this way. Again, and when you have talent to do that, you can see it. And that's what Jalen Hurts brings to this brings to this team. This is what, I mean, Jesus Christ, all of our playmakers on offense bring. You have the added dimension of of Swift over Miles Sanders from last year. The offensive line will be back yeah. will be back together with Lane Johnson playing this week. I'm not worried about it. There's just things that I am not scared of, and the one thing that I'm not scared of is Brock Purdy. But we'll talk about. Yeah, that. no, uh, yeah. Listen. Well, all that to be discussed about the 40 winers uh, and their whole bullshit 
boohoo parade from the last nine fucking months uh, to be discussed on the other side of uh, our boy, Coach Trav. Coach Trav. And his advice from our friends at Losing Sucks. Von C. Brewing Company is a 20-barrel, 16,000-square-foot microbrewery with a 2,500-square-foot tasting room, including a spacious outside beer gardens in Norristown, PA, in the heart of Montgomery County. The Von C. family is part of the family that started C. Schmidt and Son Brewing in 1860. Stop in Wednesday through Sunday and taste a variety of draft and 16-ounce cans of originally brewed beer and tell them the Drunk on Broad crew sent you. Vonsi Brewing is located at 1210 Stenbridge Street, Suite 300 in Norristown. Cheers! In clicks are the only glasses for real sports fans. With interchangeable arms you can support all of your favorite teams or even make and create custom options as well. These die-hard sports fans have realized that sports fans needed something other than face paint to show their love and passion for their teams. Go to teamclicks.com dob and show your love for your hometown team. LaTorrance curated collection of men's and women's watches is a perfect investment that lasts for years to come and fits perfectly with your every outfit and style. Our range of classic watches aren't just a great perfect formal and casual accessory, but a time machine that takes you back to memories. Explore our collection of timeless watches that can reflect your taste, personality, and personal style. Our exclusive collection of carefully curated affordable luxury watches is what you need to make a personalized style statement. You can take pride in your prized possession, handing it over to the next generations as your most loved asset that they can also own and display with the same pride. These high quality pieces stand the test of time, giving exceptional value and return on your investment. Go to law-touring.com and use code DOB at checkout and get 10% off. If you're looking for unique sports apparel, check out Streaker Sports. They've dug deep into the archives and have brought back some incredible defunct team logos and have even created entire defunct league collections. They also have collections paying homage to sports culture including the Miracle on Ice, Slapshot, Kadishak, the Mighty Ducks, and even have a license with Wiffle Ball and USA Hockey. Only for drunk on broad listeners, use code BROAD at checkout to get 10% off anything at streakersports.com. Again that's 10% off anything at streakersports.com with discount code BROAD. High pressure situations. That is what is going on in fantasy football right now with two weeks until the playoffs. What up, boys? Drunk on broad. Drunk on the birds. The birds are going nuts. Huge game this week versus San Francisco. I'm Travis with Losing Sucks. I'm going to give you three guys at each position that I'm going to call my big picks of the week. Starts of the week, however you want to call it. We'll kick it off with Dak Prescott in Seattle. Against Seattle, Dak is QB3 on the year and is absolutely scorching hot. There is no way you can bench him probably for anybody this week. Um, CeeDee Lamb, our wide receiver three on the week. It is clicking in Dallas. You're starting everybody with absolute confidence the rest of the way. Number two, Tua versus Washington. Washington gives up the most points per game to opposing quarterbacks in fantasy football on the season. I saw somebody on Twitter say two is going to throw for 700 yards this week. Uh, I think 500 might be um, still ambitious, but also possible. I think it'd be fun to watch that line somewhere between 400 and 500. I think Tyreek and Waddle easily combined for over 300, maybe 350 yards together. So that'll be a fun one for anybody who has some Dolphins. Hopefully you do. Last one, Trevor Lawrence makes it three top 10 weeks in a row. He should have his way with Cincinnati. Ridley and Christian Kirk, we'll get to them in a minute, but I think that they feast this weekend against a sad, beaten down Bengals team who is probably already looking to next year. Running back starts of the week. Alvin Kamara. It feels like everybody in New Orleans other than Kamara is banged up or playing banged up. 
Um, even if Olave does get cleared from concussion protocol and plays, Alvin Kamara is probably going to be a lock for 25 plus touches in this game. And I would be hard pressed to find 10 guys that I think will outproduce him. Rashad White quietly been the RB nine on the season. Um, the Panthers give up over 24 points per game to opposing fantasy running backs this year. I think Rashad White has a top 10 week. I'm starting him everywhere I, ha- everywhere I have him. Steelers running backs, we never play these guys with confidence. Um, nobody's incredibly high on Najee, no matter what the matchup is. People are starting to really like Jalen Warren. I'm going to start them both this week if I have them. I think that they get it done against the Cardinals, who are third worst in the league at stopping fantasy running backs. So... Yeah, it never feels good to start the Steelers, but maybe post the uh, post Matt Canada era, we can start to find weapons in Pittsburgh that we can start with confidence. Wide receivers, um, we just mentioned Tua. What happens with Tua goes through the Dolphins wide receivers. They're going to go crazy. Again, I already said 300 to 350 yards combined, I think is very realistic. Brandon Ayuk, I know you guys don't like to hear this, but I think he is due for a monster day. Monster meaning 100 to 120 yards and two touchdowns, one long one, one short one. The Eagles have given up the most points to opposing wide receivers in fantasy football, probably because everybody's chasing to keep up with them, but the facts are the facts. Uh, I do think the Eagles win a close one, but I think this is an incredible game, probably a bit more of a shootout than people think. And I think Ayuk leads the way through the air for the 49ers. Bringing it back to Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk, I think these guys are both in the top 20 this week. Christian Kirk has been fairly quiet over the last month. If you have him, trust him again. Throw him in your flex. Throw him in your third wide receiver spot. This is a plus matchup for the Jags. Finally, tight ends. Dalton Schultz was way too quiet last week. I think he has a big bounce back week against the NFL's worst defense against fantasy tight ends. Who are the Denver Broncos? Taysom Hill. Again, lack of, of healthy weapons, as mentioned earlier. The Lions are very bad against tight end, but he's not really a tight end anyway. So I'll take the stat that supports it. I just threw it in there just because, but I think everybody knows Taysom Hill is kind of doing it all for them right now. I say a floor of 10 points, a ceiling of 20 to 25 if he gets a couple touchdowns. He and Alvin Kamara are going to be the entire offense, and I think they're going to be trying to keep up with, with Detroit's weapons. So I like Taysom Hill this week. Finally, welcome back, Pat Fryermuth, nine for 120 last week. Hopefully, we start to see him emerge as that top eight guy that you drafted him to be. We'll see how the Steelers' offense changes with the new coordinator or the new person calling plays. I'm not sure if they even have a, a title of a new coordinator, really. So. We'll keep rolling with Pat after a tight end one overall performance last week. If you guys have any questions, again, I'm Travis from Losing Sucks, as shown below. And you can message us on Twitter. Any start, sit questions, any trade questions, if you have a deadline that's late or you're in Dynasty. We talk about all of it seven days a week. We're very quick to reply. Please shoot us any questions. And good luck. Go Birds. Good luck in your fantasy leagues. Get in the playoffs, baby. <laughs> yeah, Mariah Carey just, just it hits the field. Just hits the field. Listen, while I'm listening, I was li- I'm thinking about this song as this the, as as Trav's video is playing. I got a this is uh this is gonna be our drunk fantasies segment. Drunk fantasy segment. I like it. Drunk fantasies. Like drunk fantasies. Drunk fantasies. Well, listen. Well, what's not a fantasy? Yes. Is the fact that we're going to have probably the game of the year. Yeah. At four, at kickoff around four, four and a quarter on uh, on Sunday afternoon. You got the, the 10 and one birds. Yes. Matching up against the eight and three 49ers. Yeah. 49ers, impressive. Right, they, they in in their their when they're on, their yeah. offense is really impressive. Yes, they have a lot of defensive weapons. Yes, but they also have that three game stretch where they just looked like fucking dog shit. 
Yeah. And they drop games to Cleveland, Minnesota, and Cincy consecutively. Yeah. When they win, they win big. Yeah. But when they lose, they look like shit. Yeah. And I got to be honest, right? You, you could not have set up a more adversarial position for the birds, right? The the last time the 49ers play, they play Seattle on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So they're coming, they're going to have what, 11 days, 11 day stretch where they're, they're going to have, they're, they're going to be coming essentially off of a, you know, the, the, the half by. Yeah. And the Eagles are going to be coming on a, on a regular week. Yeah. But I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Like to no. me, like they got to come here and they got to win and they got to back up all this dumb shit that they're talking about with, with, uh, with Debo talking about Bradbury being trash. And, you know, the reporter asks him if he want to, you know, he wants to walk it back. He doesn't want to walk it back. Like, they can come catch these fucking hands, man. I'm I'm yeah. I'm so fucking tired of, of hearing Debo about the actually bullshit. ran a route down the field. It would be awesome to see because that dude stays at the line of scrimmage. That's his gimmick. That's what he's good for. Ayuk yeah. is the better route runner and better wide receiver. Mm-hmm. It's just Debo's that guy that you can dump the ball off and he'll. If you don't tackle him, yeah, he'll break a 76 yard play. Christian McCaffrey, you contain him at the line. You you keep somebody on him. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Like. You have to shut down the guys at the line of scrimmage and make Brock Purdy beat you through the air, and that's where IU yeah. could have a huge game. I get it. Yes, mm-hmm. I think Brandon IU can have a huge game, but that's fantastic because yeah. if you shut down Debo and you shut down Christian McCaffrey, you don't have anything to fucking worry about. Right, and you you look at Rich the the, the games that the 49ers have won. Yeah, I want you to listen to this this gauntlet of teams that they beat up Pittsburgh. The Rams, the Giants, the Cardinals, and then the Cowboys. And then the Jaguars, Bucks, and Seahawks. That's the team that they had that 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 they have with the the football power index at number one. That 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 stretch. That that's the that's the teams when, when you have an Eagles team. That has played that that shut down. I th- I think if you go into the defensive game plan with the same one that you you go into that you went into the Miami game with, yeah, right. Miami's got just as much, if not comparable weapons, to the offense that 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 came in here from Miami. I think Miami's offense is better, and, and, and I think if, their defense you, is better. Mm-hmm, absolutely, right, but. Nowhere on their on, on their schedule are, are, are you looking at any kind of stretch that looks or resembles anything close to what the Eagles have played in the last couple of weeks when you Not play Miami, Washington, Dallas. And I don't care about Washington, right? Washington is a division game. They always play division games are always harder. Yeah. Right. You play, you beat the Cowboys, you beat the Chiefs, you beat Buffalo. Like, like Go, go go kick rocks. I don't care. I'm I'm looking at this team going, you gotta come here, you gotta beat us. And the the last time you, you left, you left salty as fuck because you decided to you, you decided to let Hassan Reddick, who was fucking all world at that point, yeah. get blocked by your backup tight end, and he just about took Brock Purdy's arm off. Yeah, and then you did it again, and you left those dudes unblocked, and then the backup fucking dude got yeah, got, got fucking kicked out, and then Christian McCaffrey's back there fucking taking snaps, like, yeah. like I I I don't care. I, I'm I'm so tired. They got to come here, and they got to play this fucking team, and this fucking team has played enough games that they know how to win. They just figure out ways to win, like. You can miss me with 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 all the 49ers bullshit. I don't care. Yeah, I could give two absolutely two fucks about anything that is going on with the 49ers and what they think and what they're going to say. Oh, great! You got Hargraves. He's been slightly impactful for you. Uh, you have Fred Warner. That's fantastic. 
and then nobody else in, in the back of that mm -hmm. secondary. Um, I'm not worried about that. I'm really not worried. Um, I was more terrified of Miami because you have Tyreek Hill yeah. and, and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle and A-Chain. And yeah, you had a fucking squad. Like, you, yeah. okay, I grant, granted, yes, you have CMC, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk. Okay, I know how they play football. Weapons. And I, and but, I, but I also know how Kyle Shanahan runs his offense. He doesn't take deep mm -hmm. shots. He doesn't take deep shots down the field. Everything is by the line of scrimmage. So you control the line of scrimmage. You beat these guys. It's yeah. nothing that I'm, I'm going to say, oh, I'm super scared that, you know, Debo is going to go out there and he's going to run a deep post because he's not. That's not his role. Oh, I'm so scared. Greg or George Kittle doesn't look like the same George Kittle. No. Pass rush home and you beat them with quick passes in the run game. You're good. Like, I'm not, I'm not scared. You have to come to Philly and prove that you're the better team. That's what the 49ers need to do. And everybody needs to get off their dick. Everybody needs to get off the dick of 49ers and the Cowboys. Cause let's be real. They beat no one. And again, two teams that, the biggest win for San Fran was the Cowboys. The Cowboys' biggest win this year is who? Who? Washington? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe? Maybe. That's what I'm maybe. Stop putting guys in. They need to gas up teams, and I get it, because the NFC is, is incredibly weak. Like, do I yeah, think the Lions, Lions have a hell of an offense, no defense? No, the Lions aren't for real. No, and listen, the way at, at this rate, right? You got to come here. The, the NFC is going to roll through this town again, yes. and I'm not worried about any team in the NFC coming in coming in here. I'm not. No. I'm not worried. Like Detroit, great story. That's going to end up on the fucking Disney Channel. Like I don't give a shit. Like yeah. that. Like great. Oh, Jared Goff's playing really well. Jared Goff looked like fucking dog shit the last two weeks, turning yep. the ball over multiple times. And they're lucky that they didn't lose the fucking Bears game either. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not worried about anybody trying to come into this into this stadium in fucking December, in January. Like this team, by the time the playoffs start, Rich, this team is gonna be well rested. This yep. team is going to be ready to fucking go. And, you know, if it plays out the way I think it might play out, Rich, we might we might see fucking multiple weeks of fucking Marcus Mariota and fucking you're gonna you're gonna see uh multiple Giants Boston Scott games and like, you're gonna see uh which is the scenario Greg that Ward pull, Greg Greg Ward and Quez Watkins pulled off the fucking practice squad to beat up against the fucking Giants and Danny yeah. DeVito. Like it just and that like, is exactly uh, what and that's exactly what we want. I don't yeah. want I don't want Jalen Hurts and those guys playing the last two weeks. I don't want or, or just even playing the last week. Take your reps against Arizona. Just beat John Gannon because that fucking pips week. And, and the whole Tommy DeVito story. Like great fucking again, great fucking story. Your team sucks. <laughs> that um, team is fucking ass. That team is so bad. If if I'm looking at this game, so bad. So bad. If I'm looking at this game, I'm going to say 31-28 um, Eagles, and I'm not saying that because it's going to be one on a field goal. It's just there's going to be a late score. There's going to be a late score from San Fran. It's going to be 31-27 or 31-21, and then they're going to get it, try the onside kick, and Eagles are going to recover, and that's going to be the ball game. Um, I don't see – Unless the Eagles' defense is on the field for ninety-five fucking plays again, I don't see how they yeah. lose the game. Um, I'm not worried. I'm going to go into this game and be like, "All right, we beat Miami, we beat the Chiefs, we beat the Bills, mm -hmm. we beat the Cowboys, we beat the Niners, we beat the Rams." Well, we beat all these teams that you know people have extremely high hopes for, or did have yeah. high hopes for in the beginning of the season. I'm not fucking worried about it. We have ten wins under our belt. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm that. Like I said, 31-28. My play of the game is Hassan Reddick, three sacks. He's going to beat the fuck out of Brock Purdy. 
I have a feeling Bradbury is going to get another pick and it's definitely going to be a, a nice strip sack from uh, our boy, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick with a strip like sack. It. And it's going to turn into a DeAndre Swift from 12 yards out. Oh, I love that because that's my guy. That's my guy this week. I think you, when Sirianni takes a step back and looks at how do I help this team coming out of a game where my defense just played 92 snaps, I think you got to get control of this clock. I think you do that with the run game. I like that. I think that I think they 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 get a lot of production out of the running out of the running game. I think yep. this is a swift hundred plus yard two touchdown game. I think this is a game where they control the clock. They 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 run you know sixty to sixty snaps to forty snaps. Like they mm-hmm. they control the clock. They run the clock. They 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 really do take control and they keep this offense on the field and they keep the 49ers offense, you know, they keep it off on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is a they, rich. They, they haven't won a game yet this year by more than 14 points. They, for, for whatever reason the, the, these games have ended up being close. So I'm, I'm going like so, somewhere in that neighborhood, right? That that's a, it's a 30, it's, I think they do put up points. I think this is like a 31-24 kind of game. I think it's a one-score game. Okay. Um, but I think that one score comes late. I, I, I'm I'm kind of in lockstep with you on that. I think this is a it, it the the final score score is going to look closer than than the game actually is. Um, because as much as the 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 49ers are coming here with a you know chip on their shoulder, I think the the Eagles have a chip on their shoulder because I feel like they got something to prove. They yep. got something to, to prove and 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 know that to shut them the fuck up and just shut them up and just say like you got what you deserved because you feel like you were one player away and Mister Fucking Irrelevant is not the difference between this team getting fucking blown out in 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 the biggest game of the fucking year last year where yeah. none nobody showed up. And the the most work that they did was fucking Joey Bosa getting shit talked outside the fucking link on the on the way into the fucking NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sad when the when the dude that did the most work in that game isn't even a fucking player on your team, but a but a but a dude's brother That's who got funny. his fucking who got his fucking butt hurt with people talking shit while he's walking to the stadium. So. They got it coming to them, Rich. I'm I'm here for I'm here for all of it. We choose um, violence on Sunday. Yeah, listen. If you if you're not waking up on Sunday choosing violence, I got I'm I'm questioning a lot about your fanhood. Like that th- this is a day where you wake up and uh, and the, the, a- anything red goes out the door for the week. This is this is all birds. This is this is a fucking this is going to be everything that we wanted it to be. Yep. I Rich, I got some fun. T- I got some fun stuff before we jump out of here. Sounds good. Deshaun Jackson officially yeah. retires today. I would, Rich, I got to be honest. I would have loved if they brought him back to play a game. That would have been, I mean. Just one bomb. Just, just, just give him one bomb. So just one bomb. Remember, Give me, give me some some memorable Deshaun Jackson plays. The miracle at the Meadowlands. That I mean, I mean that's that's. I mean, that, how many it, times did, right? the countless bombs that he caught, and just yeah. the turning around and just staring, just looking, holding the ball out, or the one where he it, drops the ball before he uh, gets to the goal line. That's a, that's <laughs> one. The, um, the 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 highlight packages today that came out were fucking wild to go watch he was ridiculous and the 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 90 yard touchdown catch from it from michael vick in in dallas where he catches it on a sideline and just fucking burns everybody Mm -hmm. and then falls in the in the end zone backwards how about the the he and michael vick were fucking dangerous combo because michael vick would go back and just flick his wrist and throw it 70 yards but the play to open the the chip kelly era 
at you know, at Washington on Monday night. They just go 90 yards. Like he was just fucking electric. It was. The, the 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 multiple like the multiple punt returns. He was just so underrated. Talk about like just just a fucking fun dude to watch, man. He he's a guy that made made those mundane plays really really exciting. Yeah. And just a great player for 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 a good long while on the team. I just part of me just wishes he just came back for for for, for one game. Part of me wishes we didn't hire Chip Kelly to and he destroyed the team. And traded away LaShawn McCoy and okay. yeah, ah. yeah. Yep. Never he forgive missed. you, you fat fuck. <laughs> um is BG the best shit talker ever? Yes. Yeah, in Eagles history, yes. <laughs> he is fucking awesome. They should put a microphone on that dude every goddamn week. The the the, the interaction. Just did, did you see the interaction between uh, at the the coin toss and to go into overtime? No. Right. They, so so Gabe Davis flips it, calls heads. Right. It's heads. He goes, "Ah, right, yeah, we want the ball." He goes, "It don't matter. It don't matter. We got Jalen." <laughs> you don't know the Jalen. You don't know the same Jalen that I know. You don't know. You don't know that man. And he's literally. He's and he's on the line talking shit all the way up until the ball gets snapped. And like, so it, it only got interrupted by the play, and as soon as the play's over, it's right back. And he's <laughs> on the sidelines. It, it just he. The thing that I love about him, man, he is just so fun. Everything with him is just fun. It's just carefree. He just loves, but he is a funny, funny shit talker. He is. I miss him and him and uh, Derek on because that's his boy. He just only oh, person. Oh yeah. I miss those guys because Derek Gunn would always get us the good info, but you know Comcast fucked that up too. But no, B- BG is definitely uh definitely one of the best shit talkers, if not the best shit talkers in Eagles history, because he says some outlandish shit and it's just fucking great. <laughs> just appreciate it. From one shit talker to another, it's just appreciated. He, he had a uh, oh god. The, if you go, if you go search, he was mic'd up for the New England game, the first game of the year. Oh god, Adam, <laughs> Tom Coughlin <laughs> running up, to, talking to Mike Judge. Oh, he was so for mad. some reason decided it was a good idea to punt to Deshaun Jackson. He was so mad. Oh God, he was so red. His face was like fucking red like fucking Santa Claus. God, that was so awesome. Oh God. Rich, what are your thoughts on on you know the, the Shaq Leonard news? I hope they sign him because we just need we need bodies at this point. Did we yeah. sign him? It's not it's not official it's oh it's not official yet. He took I didn't get an alert. That's he why he had the he he had the visit yesterday with the yeah. Cowboys, he's here. Big Dom, Big Dom picks him up from the airport. Part of me gets this feeling like he's not leaving without a contract. They're gonna figure out a way to make it work. It's not nothing, nothing official yet, but that that I hope that that would really solidify that that middle and you know the the less a, as much as Christian Ellis is productive in small spurts. Yeah. I don't need I don't need him out there playing integral plays. Um, any oh, any thoughts on the? All I see is it says he's expected to make his decision over the weekend. Over the weekend. Okay. I like All it. Right. Whatever. I mean, listen, I don't know what you have to mull over. If I got a chance to play with a team that's 10 and 1 and on the rise. Yeah, that's what I'm going or, with. Or I, can play, or I can play with the Cowboys. Like, yeah. Do I want to win a ring or do I want to miss the playoffs? That's you pretty much what me, it is. Which or do I want to just sense. lose in the playoffs? Make like, it yeah, make I sense. I would have signed in a heartbeat. Been like, all right, I'm here. Let's do it. Well, and he's got a lot of history here, right? He was he was with Sirianni at the Colts. Um, go back to something that Adam brought up. Any thoughts about bringing in Frank Reich? No. As a, you know, one of those like Vic Fangio type advisor roles? He couldn't fucking get his run anywhere he's went. I'm not listening to him. No, not okay. listening to Frank. No, I'm not listening to Frank Wright. Give me a different offensive coordinator. Somebody else gets fired. Well, not, not a, not, I got you. 
Oh, you're talking – yeah, no, even as an advisor. What the fuck do I want him to advise me on? Losing? How to not win games? <laughs> well, listen, you could, Rich, you could bring him in and then whatever he tells you to do, you do the opposite. Do the opposite? No, because Ben – no, because that would be the only time Brian Johnson actually fucking listens to somebody. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm staying All away right, from Rich. Last one on the rapid fire. Any new thoughts on the on the new Birds Christmas album? I have to listen to it. I've been right. constantly listening to the old one, so I have to listen to the new one. But I'm very excited right. to uh, to listen to it. I like the song with Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. That's a fun song. Um, and Jordan Mulata just has an amazing voice. I, I can't get over him on on the first album. Uh, so uh, I will be listening to the second album tomorrow. The, the uh, there's a clip that was going around today of Jordan Davis recording his man. Got the voice like an angel, man. These guys are just they, they, they've got all the, these guys that have all these hidden talents, man. Yeah, just, that's awesome. Just super cool. All right, Rich. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Oh man, just uh, <sighs> Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming i am super stoked for christmas because why hope love compassion and people are so much nicer at this time of year and that i wish we could carry that feeling all year round because there's something magical in the air during christmas time that every house feels like home no matter where you go no matter who you Mm -hmm. see it's just things feel great um and I want everybody out there to have the same hope. You know, things may be tough for you. You might be down. Just know the new year is almost upon us after Christmas time and things will get better. Um, just try to keep your head up, try to keep pushing through and just keep that hope and that Christmas spirit alive because, ah, man, I'm so excited for Christmas. I just, I just can't wait. And hopefully we get snow because snow would be fun because we got chipped on snow last year over here. So, uh, I want to put the Jeep in four wheel drive and actually like drive somewhere. It'd be, it'd be nice. <laughs> it'd be nice. But yeah, my final thoughts, be kind and keep the hope up during this, uh, this holiday season. Cause you never know when you, you're going to need it. Except yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, the 49ers can go. Yeah. You can suck on raw eggs for all I care. Um, yeah. The, listen, the, the season of perpetual, perpetual hope, man, it, it, it's that, it's the kind of thing, Rich, that reminds me of w- the way I feel about sports and what sports yeah. can do to a population. Yeah. It eliminates – and this season, I feel like, does something similar, right? It, it eliminates the, 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 the race and the, the politics and the, the, all, all those things that tear us apart. Sports and the holidays yeah. bring that all back together. Right. And that's the thing that if we can do it for this small block of time, if you can do it at four thirty on Sunday and yeah. not care whether someone is black or white or Hispanic or Jewish or Islamic or, or Catholic or whatever, if you can get together with them and feel the same way about birds fans and, and, and cheer on your team, if you can be arm in arm with them for those three and a half hours, yeah. Well, something tells me you could probably do it the the other days of the week. Yeah. So try to find those spots. Try to find and, and look for those, you know, hold, hold the door for somebody going in. You know, the 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 pay it forward. If you if you're in line, right? Pay, you know, buy something for the guy behind you. Like all, all those little things this time of year, man, they they just go s- such a long way at just making the community just a better place. Right. So just keep on hoping, man. Just keep, just keep that, keep that hope alive, man. Keep, keep that season alive. Keep that feeling alive man. and, and, you know, figure out a way to take it beyond, beyond the holidays, beyond sports. Yeah. Just, just be a good human. Keep the love, care of your people. Keep the love going. Except for the 49ers right. Cowboys. Fuck y'all. Yeah, the 49ers get a double bird this week. Yeah. Take us home with the birds. Player haters ball. Hate, the bird. Hate, 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 hate. That's what we're about.
But listen, you did stick around and you did, you fucked around, you found out. We're drunk on broad. That's Don. I'm rich. It's a great time. And as always, fuck the Cowboys. Fuck yeah. John Cannon. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Fuck the 49ers. Fuck those fucking analysts at ESPN who think that the birds aren't the best fucking team. You can also fuck the dude from the Bills who said, they fucking threaten my family when no one said shit. You're just a pussy. So fuck you too. Um, and, and you should get a threat after that, a threat of an ass whooping because you fucking lied and that's a dangerous thing to do. You should fucking lie on people. You fucking you snitch. So fuck you. Um, fuck Ben Simmons because that dude is perpetually hurt. Now he's got like nerve impingement and shit. It's like, bro, you just are fucking useless. Fuck Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is the fucking worst. Fuck him. Um, Jonathan Gannon, you can go fuck yourself too. Howard Eskin. Oh, Spike Eskin. Fuck him. I haven't fucked him in, in a while. I haven't given him one of those. And um, Howard Eskin. Yeah, I got to give you one of those too. But we're drunk on broad. We're lovely people. It's just at the end. We're you, opinionated. We, we got to let we, you know what's up. There's no filter here. No filter here. That's why that's find us on wherever your podcasts are and just don't let the kids listen. Oh, wait. Hold on. Rich, the uh, oh, where, where did it go? I ha- I got the uh, we are in you know, you get the Spotify end of the year review thing. Yeah, we are in 14 people's top 10. What? Yeah, we are in 10 people's top five. What? And four people, we are the top listen for four accounts. So, is it yours? You are. Uh, listen, I'm probably one of them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was going to say, I don't have Spotify. That's fucking great. So, listen, on that. How note, about the Russians? Nope. Are the Russians and the, uh, oh, listen, <laughs> the Germans but, listening to us? Yeah, listen, before the end of the year, we'll go back and we'll, we'll list all the countries that, that yes. we're, we're being listened to. So, um, I'll, I'll go back and pull the data. But, uh, <laughs> yes. On that note, go birds. Go birds. This is the Broad Street Line, where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Call 267-405-3062 and show us your passion for Philly sports. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. Super Bowl champions! E-A-T-L-E-S-E!